This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally, and you are listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And, Matt, we uh, we like to do this every once in a while here. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, we, we kind of touched on it a little bit last week when we were talking about uh, the division wide receivers. Um, let's take a look at the, the, the AFC North and kind of look at how we stack each position here yeah, uh, yeah. for the four teams in the division. Uh, so we'll start here with the quarterback position uh, for the Steelers right now. It's Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky. We'll see who that third quarterback will be uh, for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, Tyler Huntley for the Bengals, Joe Burrow and Trevor Simeon, who they signed last week after the draft. That's a better backup situation than what they've had. Yeah, I'd say it's a little better. It's a little bit of a bump. Um, and for the Browns, it's Deshaun Watson, Josh Dobbs, and Dorian Thompson Robinson. Mm-hmm. Who I think they project to, they're hoping he can be a long term backup and cheap. Yeah. So I think Burrow stands alone. And I think Lamar's an easy number two. I think based on what they've done in their career to this point. I mean, you have to put Watson three. Yeah, I agree with that. And then pick it four. But I would put Trubisky five. I think Trubisky, I think the Steelers definitely have the best backup. I think Trubisky is the clear five, in fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I know Tyler Huntley made the Pro Bowl last year, but Tyler Huntley stinks. They've been, the Ravens would have been a better team with Trubisky. Even though there's there's not a team out there that doesn't want to play against Tyler Huntley. Right, 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 right. 100% agree. And um, yeah. Pickett, of course, is four, but he outplayed Watson last year. He did. Yeah. Partic- you know, if, if you look at the if, – especially if you look at it through the lens of in the games after Watson came back and Pickett from that time on right, right, versus right. Watson at that time on. They're, they both played eight games, give or take, from that yeah. point on. They weren't Pickett, Pickett was the better player, but Watson has the better track record. Yes. I mean – if you ask the Bears or the Seahawks, who would you rather play against a week one, Deshaun Watson or Kenny Pickett? They would pick Pickett. Right. But that could still go drastically wrong for the Bengals. I yeah. don't think it'll go wrong for the Ravens or Bengals or for the Browns. I mean, I don't think it'll go wrong for the Bengals or Ravens. So would you pick, uh, in terms of the other backups, is Huntley better than Simeon? I guess. Especially for what they want to do. For what they want. Well, we don't know what they want to do. Like no, if they want, they want to start throwing the football more. Tyler Huntley's a terrible backup for what they terrible. want to do. <laughs> he Who can't throw. Have, I mean, Simeon at least is the pocket passer, somewhat of the big brother mentor type to Burrow. Huntley has some Lamar like qualities, but neither one of them is one of the ten best backups in the league. Right. Yeah, I, uh, I think the quarterback rooms as a whole probably line up the way we ranked them. Hmm. Because you can't put a ton of weight on the back, though. But right, Trubisky's right. in that. Uh, I mean, Trubisky's good. It closes the gap between the Steelers and Ravens, or Steelers and Browns, if there is one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes it. It actually makes it pretty close. To be I mean, Trubisky probably outplayed Watson last year. Yeah, and he wasn't great in at the Watson beginning of the year. Perfect. Watson yeah, was yeah. really bad. Uh, really let's really move bad. over to running backs. So with the Steelers, you got Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, 
We assume Anthony McFarlane. We'll see how that works out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ravens, uh, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Patrick Ricard. Uh, for the Bengals, Joe Mixon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe Mixon and Chase Brown. And then for the Browns, Nick Chubb, Jerome Ford. They drafted somebody too, didn't they? I don't think. I, I was shocked how lean they are running. I back. thought they did. Yeah, that's kind of surprising because they've they not shown. They Johnson and Hunt is out there still. Yeah, they have not oh, shown that they want to give the ball to Nick Chubb 20 to 25 times a game. That's just not been in their DNA. Uh, they keep investing in wideouts, but not running backs. I mean, times have changed in Cleveland. But I think, I think Chubb is easily the best back. Yeah, there. the Browns are number one. I think the Steelers are number two. Maybe. I was very unimpressed with Mixon last year. Dobbins is really hard to count on. Maybe Edwards is the best backup, but you could also make the case for Warren being the best backup. I don't know what Edwards is at this point now. He didn't play a lot of football last year either. I mean, in typical Ravens fashion, this position has durability questions. Yeah. No, I, I, I think I trust what the Steelers have in Harris and Warren more than I trust what the Ravens have in Dobbins and Edwards. Yeah. In fact, they might be fourth. I think they are. I mean, this is a crucial time in Dobbins' career. People will look at that and go, yeah, but these guys average this. Per- they average what they average per carry because of Lamar. Oh, yeah, and the way they Teams play. are willing. If Lamar, they want Lamar to hand the ball off to Dobbins and Edwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. And not yeah, keep and it himself. Fine. I, I mean, I still think Dobbins is a good player. Yeah. Oh, he no, I, I do too, yeah. It, but there, you have to account for durability here too. And pass catching and all the all the little things. Are, that's the other thing. The Ravens running backs don't catch the ball at all. They don't. And Dobbins is capable, but not at all. And really, the Browns don't either. Uh, maybe they'll do that more with Ford this year. I have no idea. But I don't know. Wide yeah. receiver. For the Steelers, you got Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Allen Robinson, Calvin Austin, Anthony Miller, Miles Boykin, Gunnar Olszewski, uh, the Ravens, Odell Beckham, Rashad Bateman, Zay Flowers, Nelson Aguilar, Devin Duvernay. The Bengals have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Charlie Jones, Trenton Irvin, and Andre Yusivas. And the Browns have Amari Cooper, Cedric Tillman, Elijah Moore, Donovan Peoples-Jones, David Bell, Marquise Goodwin, and Anthony Schwartz. Well, the so, Bengals have the best receiving group in the league. Right. Their top three is awesome. Yeah. Really, their top two is incredible. So they're number one. But I will say, I'm not sure many receiver rooms have improved as much as the Browns and Ravens, considering where they were at last year. They were I two of the worst in the league last year. I say, yeah, they, they're now average, you know, where they were bad. I still would put the, the Steelers, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean... You got Deontay, you got two thousand yard former thousand yard receivers in Deontay Johnson and Alvin Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got another receiver in Anthony Miller, who's your four or five, who's caught fifty passes in the league before. Yeah. Um, you've got Gunnar Olszewski, who has been an all pro kick returner. And he may not even make the team. Right. And you've everybody knows what George Pickens is. I say Pickens is the th- Third, second most talented guy in the division. I mean, Chase is one. I can't say Beckham's two anymore. You know, I mean, like just in terms of ability, he's right at the top of the list. That's a th- you know. So I I saw something where somebody put out. I can't remember who it was. It was a fantasy related thing. Put out the the wide receiver rankings for the entire league, and they had okay. the Ravens wide receiver group ranked ahead of the Steelers. 
Yeah. Based on what? I mean, again, give me a full season of Beckham and Bateman and we'll talk. You know, like that, that's a pretty big if, though. It's a huge if. That's the thing. I mean, the Ravens' ability across the board is bad. And hey, Bateman, play flowers. I mean, I'm a fan. Bateman's heading into year three and hasn't made it through a full. He hasn't even made it ten games. Yeah. In either of his first two seasons, Odell Beckham hasn't played football in three years. I mean, I will say, as fourth and fifth receivers go, Aguilar and Duvernay are pretty darn good, but they're probably going to end up as third receivers or second receivers right you, know? you just don't know yeah um i like what the you know amari cooper and elijah moore is a nice duo there donovan people's jones has some juice mm-hmm. uh, but elijah moore hasn't he's played he just hasn't done anything yeah no i think their top three top four is quality again i mean i don't know if i'd rather the ravens or browns at tight end Steelers have Pat Fryermuth, Darnell Washington, Zach Gentry. The Ravens have Mark Andrews, Isaiah Likely, Charlie Kohler. For the Bengals, it's Irv Smith, Drew Sample, Devin Asiasi. And for the Browns, Devin Njoku, or David Njoku, I'm sorry, uh, Jordan Akins and Harrison Bryant. Well, obviously, you have to put the Ravens at number one. I put the Steelers ahead of them. Do you? I put the Bengals last, although I kind of have a little bit of hope for. Irv I know Smith. you love you. You have some Irv Smith love. I do. I, I think this put up a shut up time, but I think that's a nice pickup for them. But they're clearly last. I think the other three are well above average tight end rooms, and I'm not saying Fryermuth is better than Andrews, but I don't think that gap is insanely wide. It's probably you're probably right. He just gets yeah. more. Andrews gets more targets. Right, 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 right. I mean, I don't. I've always been a little hard on Andrews. I don't think he's close to Kelsey or Kittle. I mean, I think he's a good player. I don't think in the right made... situation. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I mean, you know, but I think I those. Think... I think. I'll, I think to your point, the Steelers, Ravens, and Browns tight end rooms. Pretty good. Well, the, the Steelers and Ravens tight end rooms are in top ten in the league. Yeah. And the and the Browns probably aren't far off of that. Probably not. The Joku's a good player. I mean, he's a top. Harrison Bryan's got some got some yeah, talent. Yeah, Jordan yeah. Akins is a, a good. He's flashed yeah. in his career. Yeah. No, so, I mean, it's crazy. I was about to say this after the receiver mix, but everyone thinks about the AFC North as big time running backs, black and blue. There's a lot of good pass catchers in the North all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. as you mentioned before, quarterbacks. Yeah, 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 absolutely. This was I mean, going to be the interesting one. Here. The next one here is the interesting one: offensive line. For the Steelers, four really good ones all of a sudden. Yeah, you got Broderick Jones, Chooks uh, Chooks for Dan Moore, Isaiah Soumalu, James Daniels, Mason Cole, Kevin Dotson, Nate Herbig. For the Ravens, it's Ronnie Stanley, Morgan Moses, Patrick McCarry, Daniel Falele, yeah, uh, Kevin <laughs> Zeitler, Ben Cleveland, and Tyler Linderbaum. For the Bengals, you got Orlando Brown Jr., Jonah Williams, Lael Collins, Jackson Carmen. Alex Kappa, Ted Karras, and Cordell Volson. And for the Browns, it's Jedrick Willis, Jack Conklin, Dewan Jones, Wyatt Teller, Joel Batonio, Ethan Posick, Nick Harris, Luke Whipler, and James Hudson. It wouldn't shock me if all four of these are top 10 offensive lines. They're all pretty, uh, they're all above average. They're all above average. Now, I think if I were ranking these from, from worst to first, I might put the Ravens last. I would just say it's the Ravens or Bengals 
was last for me. And I trust the Bengals more because they don't, I don't love Orlando Brown, but I trust him more than Ronnie Stanley right now. Well, that's the problem that I have with the Ravens offensive line right now is currently yeah. constructed is they're counting on Ronnie Stanley to play. And Ronnie Stanley hasn't played football, at least not much in the last three years. Right, right. That's a crucial component for them. I, I don't know if he still can. And, and they don't they don't have another t- a left tackle on the roster. No, I think it would be Falele or they'd ask McCarty. Oh. You know, right. If you had to, people compared athletically Falele uh, to Orlando Brown. Oh, right. The or difference is, is or, at least Orlando Brown was a good football player. In college, I I, I watched Falele because people early in the draft process two years ago, people were 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 automatically mocking Falele to the to the Steelers. I'm like, so I got to go look at this guy. He's a stiff. He's a stiff. He's on the ground a ton. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's just a he's a big dude. Don't get me wrong. Oh, no, but he that. he can't he can't play in the NFL. No, I mean I can see Linderbaum getting better and better, and I think Moses is fine but him and Zeitler aren't young I mean I think the Browns are one but the Steelers are nipping with their heels yeah uh, we'll see I, I don't know if it's that close yet mm-hmm. um, you know people still consider that Browns offensive line one of the better ones in the NFL um, I think it's a little overrated overall yeah I like their guards because I don't think they pass block real well agreed agreed I mean, I but, think Conklin's okay, but not a star. Yeah, he's he's probably the one that's maybe slipped the most. And Jedrick Willis hasn't turned into a – for where they had. drafted him. Yeah. I believe he was the first offensive tackle drafted in that class. Uh, it was Thomas from the Giants. That's there right. There were four great ones. Yeah. Uh, Werfs and, and Becton. They were and all they, – They took Wills before Werfs went. And Becton, yeah. Yeah. And Wills was – to be honest, Wills was my favorite of the four. I thought he'd be better. He's he's good. He's fine. They're picking up his fifth year option, but it was debatable. They they were right. really the fact that they were debating that tells right. you all you need to know. I mean, I get it. You don't want to often left tackle money, um, you know, for that guy right. yeah. who's an average player. I mean, is he is he markedly better than Dan Moore? Yeah, but I mean, tier. I'm saying markedly better. Right, right, right. Markedly right. better. Like no, they're no. they're they're probably. If they're not in the same tier, they're, they're within it. They're within one tier of each other. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Wills is in that average tier, and 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 you know, to this point in his career, Dan Moore has been in, in you know in the next tier down. Yeah, yeah. But it's not not the, you're not going to want to pay Jedrick Wills twenty million dollars a year. No, it's not Dan Moore versus Trent Williams. You know yeah, I mean? especially when you're already paying Jack Conklin twenty million dollars a year. In this conversation, though, I will give the Browns, you know, credit, you know, uh, kudos for getting a lot out of Ethan Posick. I mean, they resurrected his career and kept him. And I like that they drafted DeWad Jones and Whipler. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, they were, those were value picks. I don't know if DeWan yeah. Jones can play. In the, he might. DeWan Jones might end up being Daniel Falele. Yeah. I think those he's a better. He, he's a, he, I think he's more athletic than Daniel Falele. But well, he, he can, told, I mean, I don't know if we've had this conversation, but it's like well known now. He told people in the draft process, teams, NFL teams, yeah, I want to play in the NBA. Like, I don't want to hear that from him. You want to play in the NBA? 
You're 400 pounds. <laughs> I want you to play in the NFL. Yeah, you should want to play in the NFL. Dude. Right. You didn't even play college basketball. What are you talking about? You play in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, at defensive tackle, Steelers have Cam Hayward, Cam Hayward, Larry Ogunjobi, Keanu Benton, DeMarvin Leal, Armand Watts, Braden Fajeko, and Montrevious Adams. Yeah. The Ravens have Michael Pierce, Travis Jones, Justin Matabuke, Broderick Washington. The Bengals have DJ Reader, BJ Hill, Zach Carter. And the Browns have Dalvin Tomlinson, Siaki Ika, Jordan Elliott, Tristan Hill, Perrion Winfrey, Maurice Hurst. Yeah. And not all those dudes will make the Steelers team, but um, there's what my takeaway there was Ravens aren't very good up front. No. And we'll get to Edge, too. Their front line is as weak as I can ever remember it. I really like the Bengals starters, but they, they don't have any depth. Yeah. They don't have any depth. And the Browns are better than they were, but they're big, heavy footed dudes, you know, that they're overpaying a little bit in Tomlinson. I mean, I think the Steelers are one. Yeah. The Browns, I mean, you listen to talk to the people uh, in Cleveland. They were very uh, disappointed in Perry and Winfrey last year. Um, I think he had some off the field stuff too. And yeah. I mean, he's been getting in trouble and, and immature, and yeah, I wouldn't count on him. It's one of the reasons why he slipped in the draft, right? Um, you know, and that's what happens when you don't have, when you don't have the quality draft picks. You have to take chances on guys like that and hope they hit. To, yeah. So you take a chance on a guy like that, or you take a chance on a Daywan Jones, and hope that he gets his head on straight. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it because I didn't know this till recently. There were questions about Ika as well. I mean, I guess he was suspended for a game or two for breaking team violations this past year. The Browns do that year after year, and it's hard to live that way. Yeah, you got to have you got to have strong leadership in your locker room to make that work. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know that they have that. I mean, and Hayward, Ogunjobi, Benton, Liao—it's pretty quality foursome. Yeah. So it's it's easily Steelers then Bengals. Yeah. And then a big drop off, I think, between the next groups. Yeah. And the Bengals surprisingly bad. The Bengals are one injury away from being bad there. Yeah. 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 I think he's got a chance to be a decent player, but I am not impressed with what the Baltimore has. Yeah. I mean, if DJ, if they lost DJ Reader, the the Bengals will be in deep trouble. Deep trouble. Yep. He he might be maybe their most important defensive player. Uh, On the edge. The Steelers have T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith, Nick Herbig. The Ravens have Odafe Owe, Tyus Bowser, David Ajobu, Tayus Robinson. The Bengals have Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, Miles Murphy, Joseph Asai. The Browns have Miles Garrett, Ogbo Aronkowo, uh, Isaiah McGuire, and Alex Wright. So there's two studs, obviously. I think I think three of these teams maybe have top ten edge groups and the Ravens aren't one of them and the Ravens have maybe a bottom 10. Yeah. I mean, this could, this is a spin of, of the wheel. If Owe and Ajabu reach their talent, which they're not close to doing and Ajabu's never even played a snap, this could work out well, but that's like, you know, hitting a bullseye. I mean, the chances of you doing it are slim. Their, their whole D line to me is pretty bad. Yeah. You should be able to, Actually, you know, their their secondary, their cornerbacks aren't great either. But no, right, right. <laughs> their defense is going to be a little overrated. I think it already is. So how do you? I mean, I I think 
if I'm looking at the top duos, I got to put Watt Highsmith one, Hendrickson Hubbard two. I don't know. I mean, Here, if I were doing this not through a Steelers lens, I would still say I'm worried about Steelers depth. I know that's not what we're talking about, but I don't. I'd really like the Aquanquo signing for the Browns. I'm not I, saying I, I get that, but he's yeah, he's where Alex Highsmith was maybe two years ago. See, I looked at him and thought, boy, he'd be a great luxury pick for the Steelers as their third outside linebacker. Yeah, he's not like to me. What Highsmith did last year carries a lot of weight. Yeah, it does. So I think they're one. But you throw Miles Murphy behind Hubbard and Hendrickson. That's that's, that's nice. that, yeah. I mean that's that that's they've got great they've got much better depth. Miles Garrett yeah. carries weight on his own. Sure, tons. Um, you know, and I like I like Aronquo as well. Um, you know, I, McGuire's got some juice on the outside, but I thought that was a good pick. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think it has to be Steelers, Bengals, Browns. Yeah, but it's pretty close. Uh, the, the last guy I wanted to bring up was the Bengals' fourth dude. A sigh, they loved him, and then he got hurt and missed the whole year. So yeah. basically, this is his rookie year. He's their Calvin Austin type, you know. Yeah. At linebacker, but boy, yeah. I mean, if we were doing this on Ravens Nation Radio, this would be worrisome. I mean, yeah, to the rest of the division, what they have on their defensive line, tackle and edge, isn't Not good a bar with the rest of the league. West of the Not division. good. Now, the one area where they probably do have the best group is at linebacker. Absolutely. And it's a pretty weak linebacker division. It has been for quite some time now. We've talked about this every year, seemingly. Uh, One high-end player to me. Yeah. Uh, The Steelers have Cole Holcomb, Landon Roberts, Mark Robinson. We'll see about some of the other guys. Uh, The Ravens have Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen, Trenton Simpson, Malik Harrison. The Bengals have Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt, Akeem Davis-Gaither. And the Browns have Jeremiah Owoso-Koromoa, Anthony Walker, Jacob Phillips and Sione Tacky Tacky. Mm-hmm. So Roquan's easily the best guy. Yeah. I think Wilson and Pratt are probably two and three, but Holcomb could be at that level. Yeah. Wosu Cormore could get to that level. Queen could be at that level. Simpson a year from now could get that level. Maybe. Here's the thing. So, you know, guys like Queen and Wosu Koromoa have, have splashed at times. Mm-hmm. Great athletes will. Great athletes will, but right now in their careers, and I, I don't want to. I, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but I, 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 they're closer right now to Devin Bush. Oh, they are in year than three Roquan. than they are Roquan Smith. They absolutely or are, or even Logan Wilson. And the Ravens told you as much. They didn't pick up a fifth-year option at a position that's not real expensive, and drafted Trenton Simpson, most yeah. Coromora, the whole world, and I was in this boat too. How on earth did the Browns get JOK in the second round? It was 210 pounds. 210 pounds and hasn't <laughs> done much through two seasons. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's going to flash at times, but a lot of, you know, when teams are running the ball right down the Browns' throat constantly mm-hmm. because he can't get off of blocks. Yeah. There, you know, there's something wrong there. There's a reason why they've, you know, Still feel the need to have guys like Anthony Walker, Jacob Phillips, and Sione Tacky Tack. Like they've got better depth there. They do because they need those guys to play beside uh, Koromoa. And for their sake, hopefully that whole foursome looks better behind Ika and Tomlinson as opposed to behind 
Brian and whoever the other jokers they played with there last year, you know. Winning. Yeah, there, there were some jokers, all right. There were some jokers. Their problem, the Browns' problem is going to continue to be what happens when you get them a nickel. Oh, yeah. You know, because none of those guys that they added can rush the passer. Right, right, right. Yeah, their interior pass rushers are lacking. I mean, Tomlinson will get you a, a couple of sacks a year, but he's, he's not a big sack guy. Eek is not a sack guy at all. I like mean, he moved, like, since he he's like, like a glacier. Murphy in to play the tackle. Yeah. You know, like they don't have that NASCAR guy either, you know, that could bump inside and give you interior pass rush. No. no. I don't know where to rank the Steelers linebackers, but it would be behind the Ravens and Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. It's safety. The Steelers have Minka Fitzpatrick, DeMonte KZ, Keanu Neal. The Ravens have Marcus Williams, Kyle Hamilton, Geno Stone. The Bengals have Dax Hill, Jordan Battle, Nick Scott. The Browns have Justin Thornhill, Grant Delpit, Rodney McLeod. Not a tremendous group of safeties either. I mean, it, yeah. Fitzpatrick and Williams are the two best guys in the division. No doubt. And I think Hamilton and Hill were guys I really liked a year ago. Maybe year two goes a lot better for them. But. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I don't know where they're at. I mean, they. They didn't blow me away as rookies. You know, people a couple of years ago were willing, well, Grant Delpit's going to be a star. Well, that hasn't happened. No. And people thought that about Thornhill, too, who they just signed, and yeah. that hasn't happened. They're more name than anything Delpit. else. Yeah. I mean, I still think the Steelers are one just because Minka is so good. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think, you know, when you look at it, um, you know, Neil has been a Pro Bowl guy. Is yeah. he still that guy? I, I, you know, I, I don't think so, but obviously he, he has a role. He's got a role. We saw what, you know, what, the, what they did with KZ last year. I'm not convinced too, that they're not going to add to that group. No, I'm not either. I, I agree with you. I could see a linebacker or a safety being added on at some point. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you KZ's a star, but in terms of how good he is as a football player right now, he, he isn't any different to me than Delpit Thornhill, Dax Hill, Jordan Battle. I won't say Kyle Hamilton because he's got freaky traits. I mean, I would trade him straight up for Dax Hill, but KZ's good. And those guys I mentioned are good, but they're not none of them are great. I know what he is more though yeah, more so yeah. than I know what those other guys are. Exactly. I mean, there's some young talent there, some high picks, but safety's not always based on height weight speed. At the cornerback position. The Steelers have Patrick Peterson, Joey Porter Jr., Levi Wallace, Akella Weatherspoon, uh, Arthur Millette, James Pierre, Corey, Sullivan, uh, Corey Trice, and Shannon Sullivan. The Ravens so have Marlon Humphrey. of those guys aren't making the team either. Right, but they've got <laughs> you know? they got dudes. Yeah. Uh, the Ravens have Marlon Humphrey, Rocky Sin, Brandon Stevens, Caillou Blue Kelly, Jalen Armoire Davis. Uh, the Bengals have. Shadobi Awuzier, Cam Taylor Britt, Mike Hilton, DJ Turner, Sidney Jones, and the Browns have Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, Martin Emerson, Cameron Mitchell. The Browns still don't have a slot. No, they don't. I, I wonder if they have one of their safeties they're projecting there, Thornhill, maybe. They'll, I I don't know what their plan is on that. It's a good I question. Mean, is that why they signed? Ron, I don't know. Does Ronnie McLeod have any background in the slot? Been around the league for a while. Maybe, but he's slow. I mean, if you go to our lads, Newsom is listed as their slot, but that's not what he is. He's not a slot, yeah. No, no, I, I don't think so either. I mean, he's a guy, there was reports that he wanted to be traded. Maybe it's because he doesn't want to play in the slot. Maybe that could be <laughs> it. I, 
I think Cameron Mitchell might be, but was he a fifth round pick or something rookie? Yeah. I, I don't know how to rank these. This is an easy tough. It's, it's tough because none of these groups, if you look at it, you know, Humphrey is still, uh, you know, a big name. Yeah. Didn't have a great year though, but didn't have a great year last year. Denzel Ward, they're paying a bunch of money to, but I don't view him as a true cornerback one. He might be the best corner in the division, but I don't think he's a top 10 corner. Yeah. I mean, he might be. I'm not even going to jump on that table. I mean, I like Newsom coming out in the draft, but he was okay. Not great. Not great. Peterson's, mean, Peterson's the biggest name in, in the division now, but he's not what he was. This is a hard thing to quantify, but he might have had the best 2022 season of any of these guys we mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're squinting a little, but we talked about this earlier with Porter you know, in terms of throwing out rookie of the year stuff. He could become the best corner in this division in a year. Yeah. 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 Based on the on the traits and you know, Humphrey yeah, slipping. Yeah. You know, if we if we were doing this going into last year, Humphrey's a slam dunk. Yeah. And Peters was on the team then and you know, he's even unemployed. Guys like Awuzie and Taylor Britt are good players, and as people know, Hilton is too. Like the Bengals have a good quarter corner room. But I don't know that any of these groups are bad or great. And they're all kind of middle of the pack, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what stands out most to me is there's eight names for the Steelers. Yeah, they get a lot of guys that, uh, you know, are either, other than, I mean, Trice, we can't say is a high, high you know, no. level rookie because he went in the seventh round, but he was considered a third round guy in, in a deep mm-hmm. cornerback draft. Uh, you know, Porter was the fourth corner taken or fifth right. corner, whatever it was. Um, I, you know, I don't know. It, it's it's an interesting position this year in the division. Um, then, you know, the other part of this is you look then at that safety, those safety groups and you put it all in one piece, deep defensive backs is one. Yeah. Category. Just make just look at your defensive backs as one category. It's not great. It's not great. And we were talking about the quarterbacks and pass catchers in division. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> line. It doesn't line up well. Let's put it. No, that it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> last little nugget though. I mean, if I'm the Ravens, I have hopes that Blue Kelly, Armore Davis, and or Brandon Stevens, they're young, talented dudes. One of them has to be a guy for them. Yeah. And they could be. They could be. Yeah. And they just signed Rocky Asin, and he's just mm-hmm. a guy. Yeah. I mean, I that's think less like going out and signing Shadubi Awozier. Like, yeah. I doesn't move the needle. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't move the needle. But that's the AFC North in a nutshell. Um, Steelers stack up as well as any of them when you look at it that way. Yeah, and that's how you kind of have to look at it. You know, if we if we did coaching uh, and added that to the equation. And special um, teams. And special teams, the Steelers would, again, stack up well uh, when you look at the entire picture there. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's going to do it for our show today, Matt. And if you missed any of our show today, you can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts, shows such as The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, the Steelers Standard with Tom and Jacob, as well as many more, they're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, for my partner, Matt Williamson, I am Dale Lolly. We appreciate you listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.